Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. You're listening to the Talk Thought Podcast. Spain episode of the Talkful Podcast. And if you don't know, in January I booked a one-way flight to Spain um, to stay out with my grandma in order to just go out there, get a different perspective on things, see what would happen to myself and how much a different environment would impact my productivity and creativity and give me different new ideas on, you know, putting myself in a new environment. I was hoping would spark new, fresh ideas, give me a different perspective and give me something that would be incredibly difficult to learn, sticking to the same old routine over here in England. So I booked a flight the 31st of January and I was out there for 26 days. So been back just under a week now, just under a week and or just over a week, in fact. And, um, yeah, how do I feel about it? Well, I certainly came back with this newfound perspective that I wanted, and I definitely wouldn't have been able to achieve over here because you need to put yourself in a new environment to do that. So, in turn, I learned a lot from that directly and indirectly. So... I went out there thinking, you know, everything before I left was built around structure. Everything had to be organised and optimised because I was I was working. So it had to be, you know, everything had to be optimised around a working week. <clears throat> and, um, excuse me, a fucking buttered coffee has fucked my throat up. So if you're in a job, in general, my view was you have to optimise absolutely everything around your routine in order to succeed in your goals. It's so easy to get sucked into a routine that just focuses on work and you get you get into this spiralling pattern where you go downwards or you go nowhere. You just go around in circles and you don't achieve anything. You know, what are you working for? What are you doing? Where, where, where's your money? Where do you want your money to go? Are you just working and working and just living for the weekend and buying materialistic things and just waiting for the one day you have to go, oh shit, I've actually got to do something like, or I don't really want to do this. You've got to answer them questions yourself. But for me, I'm incredibly ambitious and I'm incredibly passionate about a select few things. And I only want to do them things and I want to remove anything I don't want to do. But you have to earn a little bit of money, obviously, to to just live and survive and unfortunately the pressure of society you don't get free rent you know and you don't especially me I try and be as independent as possible I could you know DOS and do whatever stuff I wouldn't go into but it's not something I want to do so everything had to be um, very functional productive and optimised around that working week so morning routines evening routines, pushing out 
content, finding new ways of getting the best out of every moment in a day. <clears throat> so it's incredibly structured and I built something that was working like clockwork and that was like a machine work and I was, um, I sorted out any energy issues I had before. Obviously the big transition coming off sugar and going into a more of a ketogenic diet and stuff I've spoke about in previous episodes, everything that was really the catalyst to start this whole long life health movement and this whole thing that I'm doing. And it was working really well. But what I found was, despite my best intentions, you know, one component in my philosophy is surrounding. So despite my best intentions, I was still in the same surroundings, which was giving me a creative block. And to be honest with you, I didn't like getting up and doing, you know, having to just earn money in something I didn't really give a fuck about. It was, you know, it was quite hard, it's quite exhausting. And I wanted to break away from that and see what would happen, not having to worry about anything. And a big part of it was like, I, just, I started, there's a lot of distractions, there's always gonna be a lot of distractions around you, whether it's people, negative environments, stuff that you, you wanna be on the same page and you wanna be surrounded by people that are on the same page. For me, I find that difficult. <clears throat> I find that incredibly difficult because what I'm doing is so, um, I think it's so unique. If you actually look at my philosophy, it's covering so much. It's just a general acceleration towards self-improvement, just really to just enjoy every moment in life, be happy, don't ever f like compromise like too much. Don't compromise and make your entire life a compromise to be like a slave for someone else. That's the way I feel about these things strongly. So I'm always trying to just make a living and live by doing things I'm passionate about. And um, you've got to remove all the negative energy around you and you've got to do your best to manipulate your environment to suit you. But despite my best intentions, I was still getting sucked into these uh, environments and performing in ways I didn't really want to perform or behave in ways behave is a more accurate word behaving in ways like and I'll be honest there's a lot of negative influence as much as you're trying to stay positive and 90 to 95% of the time you're right but you know I am um, I basically you know keep it simple I handled a situation badly to how I how I would have liked to have handled this situation, a negative situation where I basically lost my temper a bit, you know, in all honesty. And it was an eye-opener, like, fuck. You know, how the fuck did that just happen? Despite my best intentions and being positive, moving, removing the negative um, influences, they are still there. You know, there's only so much you can do. Whether it's in your home life, in your workplace, in your friends or where you're living, whatever the situation is, there's only so much you can do to control it. And I realised I had to do something, I had to change something up, I had to keep moving, I wanted to get something booked and go and do something. So it was this book, uh, this trip to Spain. Fortunately, I'm in a position where I can just go, oh, I'm going to go to Spain rent-free because my grandma lives over there. I could go and stay over her, at hers and just sort of crack on and see what would happen. And... I went over there with the 
intention. And this is what I thought. I thought I'd go over there, maybe chill out for a day or something. But, you know, I, I really didn't feel like chilling out. I wanted to crack on and get a lot of shit done. And uh, I had this idea of how it was going to go. I thought I'd go over there, do what I was doing over here with the morning routine. You know, I was getting up at half five every morning on the dot getting a lot done in the morning before a working day I thought I'd do that over there equally go down to the beach go and dip in the beach every morning look at the sunrise do some exercise similar to what I was doing well not similar but time scales of getting up at half five over here in England getting up over there at half five in Spain just instead of getting ready for work I would be down at the beach doing this and by the time it got to like um, 10 to 8 which was normally when I'd be leaving for work, I would be ready to start my um, day in Spain, not really doing anything, but being productive and working on long life health, working on building that, writing my book, focusing on myself and just exploring and see where my mind went. Just, But that didn't happen. What I quickly learned was when you go into this new situation, first of all, you have to adjust. You've, you've built especially what I did, I built something that was working like a machine and was working like clockwork. And it was because of the environment I was in, like I was, I was familiar with everything, like my house, my room, how I was getting up, how everything's set up in my kitchen. Like I try and take every angle and optimize it. So my kitchen's gotta be organized, like, you know, even my clothes, where are my clothes for the next day? And just know where, being tidy and know where stuff is and not having to get up in the morning and clean up some shit or look for something. Everything's there, ready to go, like a machine, like some sort of factory working. <clears throat> and it takes, being over in Spain, it takes a while to get used to your environment. And that's just simply knowing where the plates are in a kitchen, knowing where cutlery is, all sort of stuff you have to think about and go, oh, where's this, where's that? It takes a little while to adjust and it's, it sounds a bit stupid but all of these things you're not familiar with again it's not subconscious it's now conscious activity it wastes up brain energy and it took me about a week not to figure out where the plates were and all that sort of all the specifics but a full week to sort of adjust and get into productivity mode so for a week I just sort of uh, a couple of days and my grandma kept saying you know you've got you've got to relax you've got to chill out and just let what happens happen sort of thing and um, that's what I did so I just chilled out um, sort of my routine went out the window essentially still trying to keep um, still ate relatively well my eating changed slightly Like I did end up having more sugar than I was at home and stuff like that but nothing that really caused me to crash and affect my performance it just it was just there and I just I was learning to let go so just over a week I'd start getting into productivity mode so I was getting um, just doing some videos and just um, doing some exercise and I, I did a, um, a vlog that you can watch on YouTube um, longlifehealth.net on the reach out page you can see links to everything I've done if you just you know go back and look at some of the footage from Spain etc etc that's basically what I did, and I just flow with it, and I did whatever I felt like doing in the day. Some days, nothing. The weather 
was a um, a big factor. Like, despite it being Spain, and you assume Spain, sunny Spain, you know, no problems, sun's out, suntan. First of all, I didn't really get tan. Two, it wasn't sunny. I had about maybe a couple days a week that were, you know, hot and sunny. But other than that, it wasn't, it was just a bit warmer and less rainy than England, but it was cloudy and it wasn't the best of weather. And um, that had, you know, that determined my energy levels throughout the day. It just highlights how much the sun gives you energy to do things. And um, so that's, I've just, I was sort of flowing with everything. But the bigger picture, I was learning to let go. And I had a few breakthroughs, you know, I got into um, different habits and it gave me time just to sit there and research and look at stuff and just relax and let my mind begin to switch off. And if you haven't read my HFO experience, that's up on longlifehealth.net. So if you want to know what HFO is for a start, go to that article and then you will read it's it's very personal, it's very explicit, but it was a sort of a, what I'm classing as like a breakthrough experience for me as that happened. <clears throat> I also got into a lot of um, different types of music, sort of very ambient music, background music. As I was doing work, I just wanted stuff on in the background, nothing too, um, you know, in your face or too distracting. Over here in England, I was listening to just background noise. So just nature, there's um, screensavers I can put on my TV in the background, it just plays like, you know, birds chirping, just, you know, all sorts of stuff that just, I find helps with concentration, but over there I was doing it a bit with music, so a few music stations, again, if you follow like, the Facebook page and stuff, you'll see links to pages and um, internet radio stations I was listening to, one of them in particular being 432 Hertz, which is an idea that generally the pitch of most music is 440 and when you delve into like the science of and this goes quite deep but the science of the universe and the science of us as humans we are just these vibrational frequencies and just by tuning your music down to 432 hertz it's meant to align with us again it's a subconscious thing that happens you don't really notice it consciously but subconsciously just very subtly makes you feel better it just sounds a bit better and sort of can help you focus and improve your mood a lot better again do your own research and that just little things but I was putting on in the background so I got into that and got into like um, I suppose it was a representation of how I was feeling and I was just feeling relaxed so I started cracking on with my book that was another thing I started cracking on with that and um, I found a cafe that was, you know, the Wi-Fi was terrible over there and stuff, so I found a little cafe that had good Wi-Fi, and I went down there, you know, whenever I felt like it to write my book, headphones on just cracked on until the battery on my laptop ran out, and I've got pretty much the whole first section done, um, and the rest of it I'm going to work on over here. But the main thing I took was learning to let go and I posted a video about this and explaining it but I'll go into a bit more detail now is I had to reassure myself I had this 
idea that I had to rush and succeed in what I wanted to do before I left. Before I left to go to Spain, this is what I realised in Spain. Like, I wanted to rush and get there as quickly as I can, get on top of my um, you know, career. Um, basically revolves around money. Like it was revolved like how am I going to earn a living doing what I want to do? Got to rush and get into this and get into it as early as I can. And that was part of the optimization to accelerate your progress towards that. But in my mental state, there was um, there was a, a sense of distress. Like it's frustrating and it's it's annoying that I can't you know do what I get up and do what I want to do every day and. I've got to suffer and do shit I don't want to do. Shit that's soul-destroying and not just soul-destroying for me, like it's a big distraction. You know, despite trying to make the best out of every moment when you're doing a job that has no relation to any of your interests or passions for eight to 10 hours a day, you're spending eight to 10 hours a day doing something that has no use to you. It's just literally, um, a source of income. And what I learned over at Spain was is just to let go of everything, accept everything. And I knew this mind frame before, but until you push yourself into a new environment, again, I'd recommend for absolutely anyone. Doesn't in any sense, if you're think if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, or you feel like anything you're having a creative block on, or something's causing you distress, your job, your relationship, your friendships, life in general. Go and do something different. Take yourself out of your environment. You know, there's there's things I would sort of advise is, yes, look for sun. That will boost your energy levels and your mood if you, if you change nothing but the sun. Change your environment as well. It doesn't have to be in a different country. Um, if you're fortunate enough for me and you have a relative or something, just go and stay with them. It doesn't have to be for 26 days. You can go and stay even for a long weekend. Anything that pulls you out of that environment gives you an opportunity to clear your head a bit and think about something differently. It'll benefit you in... There's no negative to it. It only gives you benefits and it forces you to think about things differently. And that's what I did. And the main thing, yeah, as I was saying, was I learned to let go. Now, there's a, there's a line. It's not you don't just accept the moment you're in and wait for the results to come towards you. You have to head in a, in a direction and like I say everything still stands making a day fully optimised optimise your day as much as you can in terms of everything follow a routine a habit make it subconscious make it um, make everything you can autopilot so stuff you do in the morning stuff you do in the night and then stuff you really want to crack on with in the day that does take conscious effort you haven't wasted any, like I said, brain power. You know, where's my coffee mug? Where's, you know, clearing up? All this bullshit I've talked about in previous episodes, but you want to head in that direction. You want a direction, but you do not want to distress yourself with concerns and worries. Accept the moment you're in, every single moment. And again, if you follow me, you would see a few philosophical statuses I put up like life is just passing moments until they become memories enjoy every single one as they happen and then enjoy reminiscing on them in the future
something along them lines. I did. I just realised like you can only really control. And again, as I say, I knew this, and knowing something is all well and good, but to fully understand something, you have to feel it in your gut, in your head. Just general, like something you can't quite explain. It's intuitive, something you can feel. And generally, I'm quite sensitive to. If I walk in a room, I'm very observant, and I pick up on vibes and energies. Like I'm very sensitive to it, and I can feel all these things. And it's all right saying one thing, but until you get a feeling of something, you can't quite understand it. It's like someone can describe a pain to you. Like, how does your back feel? It feels like this. It's a sharp pain. It's shooting up my spine. You can. Try and understand it, and you can get a good idea. But to fully understand it, you'd have to feel the exact pain they're feeling. So feeling is understanding. That's the best way to understand something. And what I now feel is, and what I realise is, it's easier to understand and feel them things when you're in isolation and you've got time to yourself and you're in a bit of a better environment. Is yeah, just let go. Knowing you already, you can sleep well at night. Knowing you've done everything you can in that one day, but just let go. Just accept you've already done everything you can. You know, any setbacks or air quotes failure. Anything is just a learning curve. You're there's no. The finish line is death. The finish line isn't eight, twelve, six weeks. You're on this consistently moving path that spirals up and down and left and right. Enjoy that path. That is part of it. Learn and pick up everything you can on the way. Sure, yeah. Head in the direction you want to head, but expect that direction to change and expect yourself self to slow down at times, speed up at times, go up, go down, go left, go right. You can't predict it. There's only a certain element of control you have in life. You need to make the most out of that. And there's a there's a Brian Cranston quote. He was getting Brian Cranston being the being Heisenberg from Breaking Bad, and someone was interviewing him once, and I heard this through um, this quote through someone else actually. But uh, they they were saying to him, "What do you do in um, to get you know? How do you prepare for a an audition?" Brian Cranston replied, saying, "It's not my job to get the audition. I can't control that. My job is to go in there and do the best I can." And along them lines, what what I took from that is, doing your best is all you can do. You can't decide. You are not the judge of your life. You can't decide what does and what doesn't happen for you. To like, with what's out of your control. So just do everything you can. And be happy with it and accept it. And that's mainly what I took from Spain is just doing that, knowing. And I sort of like laughed to myself, just like you're already fucking doing everything. And when you get that sense of like, oh shit, yeah, I don't have, I'm not on the career path as such I want to be on. Yeah, I don't have the financial stability from my passions that I want. Yeah, I don't have the perfect environment I want to be in right now. But you can't do anything about that overnight, and you're doing everything already about it right now. So just accept that, enjoy that on the way. What's the point of trying to head towards these 
these um, states of happiness and liberation and just feeling free and I can do whatever I want, I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm stable in life, you know. What, really, what more could you want? What's the point of heading towards that though if the process of it is distressing you? And of course there's moments where you will still be distressed, you will still be frustrated, you will still be possibly even upset and down and depressed. But let the moments pass. Just never try and fight a moment, just sit and accept and really feel, you know, try and understand how you feel in any one moment and one moment at a time. And then just move on and learn from it. But the main thing is you do, you don't just sit there and expect and wait everything to come to you. I think it's self-explanatory, you know, it's common sense. You know, nothing's spoon-fed to you. Majority of people are not spoon-fed. If you're coming from especially a poor background and you don't have the best contacts and you don't have like, um, you know, a, a luxurious start in life, generally no one's going to hand nothing to you. So you have to work. But do as much as you can, you know, that doesn't cause you distress and overwork. Find the balance and then just accept that and know everything will come in time. And I wouldn't say it took 26 days to realize that, but being away for 26 days really helped me understand and feel that. <clears throat> so I'd recommend it to anyone, just going away in isolation. Again, 26 days away from my um, girlfriend, small things you don't even realise obviously it was a big thing leaving and we had barely spent a night apart for like three years and it was a big thing but you learn a lot about yourself and you will learn whether it you know do your relationship good or do your relationship bad and it wasn't a priority obviously I'm going over there to try and take my relationship to you know a further level the next step but as a consequence that's happened and as a consequence loads of other good things have happened but here's what I will say coming back in this environment again just over a week now um, I can feel it I can feel the environment slowly taking an element of control over my behaviour so my mind so I come back with this you know like just chill relax everything I've just explained and I still have that but there's parts of me now that I've got to now consciously remind myself of more rather than it was being subconscious because of how I felt because my environment's having more of an effect on me so I definitely say you need to uh, implement some practices that keep you mindful and keep you in that state and frame of mind so whether that's Meditation being the big one, something I'm really wanting to get into now. Meditation being the big one, switching off for however long, focusing on one thing. And again, I don't even know too much about meditation at the moment, but I definitely can understand the benefits of it and I've had experience with it. So you need to practice certain things. You can't 
me, I can't just come back and expect to uphold that mind frame, of course not. And it further highlights the impact your surroundings have on you. That's why surroundings is a component in my philosophy. Every single component in that philosophy is vital, is so important, especially surroundings, because it depends how suggestible you are in general. And I, I class myself as not suggestible. I'm independent. I, I could be in a room full of 100 people and be the one person to stand up and have a different opinion and not shy away from it. You know, whereas, not to disrespect anyone, but generally people have um, this idea of fitting in and being part of it. So your environment has a stronger effect on you. But for me in general, I'm still subjective to the effects of my environment and it's not the best one. I'm not in the best environment to suit me, but I've got to make the best of it. And I, as I say, you've got to follow some practices, some habits that keep you progressing within it. So like meditation, maybe yoga, still progressively work on who you're spending your time with, what you're spending your time doing, and remind yourself at every opportunity, constantly remind yourself, maybe have, a, have that as part of your morning routine in terms of the meditation. Um, morning routines are vital, they're so important. Again, I hope I'm translating it. It's a feeling and it's, it's, it's something I'm working on as well. It's just the communication of this idea. I'd say out of 100% of an idea and a feeling I have inside, I can only really communicate. It feels like 30, 40% of it. And that's shortened and made even, made as a lower percentage when you're just listening to it for a podcast because you can't, you can pick up on my tone of voice and pick up on context, but there's no one there to have a con conversation with to back and forth and really, you know, try and get someone to understand. But I'd recommend that to anyone. Again, go to longlifehealth.net. I've wrote some articles, there's footage all over my social media pages and, um, I made a, a good start on the book, which is coming, and the book will just be a detailed breakdown of my components in the His philosophy and a few added extras, you know, like an ideal. Talk about in the physical health section some exercises you can do that are functional and are for life and that would benefit you across more than one just specific area of fitness like strength. They benefit you for everyday life and they focus on your longevity so they don't they won't cause you problems down the line. They will sort uh, sort you out in the present, they will help you in the present and they will support your future. So in the book as well there'll be like um, an idea for a weekly exercise routine and uh, a daily nutritional plan sort of thing. So be a few added extras in the book but other than that, it will be a detailed breakdown, so keep an eye on that. If this podcast is becoming some use to you, again, it's mainly me, it's just a form of expression for me. I'm sat here just waffling, and it helps. So if you, even if you don't take what I've just explained in that episode, what 
I've tried to explain at least is, you know, pull yourself out of your environment, get a different perspective, get a different, when you come to a creative block or you wanna just switch things up to get spark new ideas. Pull yourself out of your environment, learn to let go, accept every moment you're in, make the best out of every moment and enjoy the process of everything, knowing and smile the fact you're doing everything you can. But in general as well, talking to people and expressing yourself is so, so important. It was actually one of my first episodes of the podcast, expression or depression. If I found I didn't do this, this would all be bottling up inside me. I really have no one to speak to about it. And I find it helps massively just doing this. Whether one person, a million people, no one listens to it. it still has a benefit for me just doing this the same with writing same with any creative expression writing videos just pushing stuff out it's just it's just ideas you have in your head and i learned to impulsively work on them so as soon as an idea comes into my head if i had the opportunity to expand on it right then and there that's what i did if i had the opportunity to um record a podcast in the moment an idea came to my head that was even better Impulsive creativity, I did an episode on that. Um, But in general, talking to people as well. Talking to people and getting a different, getting some feedback in a conversation where someone, ideally, someone that's a good listener, that you can have a good conversation with, you get people's perspectives, and by trying to explain an idea to someone, had a few people messaging me um, about it, they were thinking negatively and they were spiralling around in circles and they were getting themselves down because... They wanted to, you know, stick to this plan. You know, I've been eating really well, I've been eating this, and I did really well for for four weeks, and then I've gone back again. And by trying to explain the point of let go, don't worry about it, don't put any restrictions on it, don't get yourself down that you've had one thing, just accept that you've had one Krispy Kreme donut, etc. Just accept that. Don't let, don't dwell on it and let it get you down because you will spend two weeks dwelling on it and more then likely you're going to spend two weeks eating shit. It's so counterproductive. Flow and move fluidly through life and enjoy every moment. And if you ever have a setback like that, just learn from it. Remove that pressure, learn to let go. When I explain that to other people and you talk about it, it really, really fucking helps. And from the handful of people I've had a conversation with about Spain, how was it, man? You know, was it good? What did you get from it? Like, whatever. Me trying to explain in a nutshell massively helps as well to talk to people express yourself and empty your mind flow with things and don't really know what else to say on it that's it for now um so yeah future episodes i'm going to follow with the um serenity episode which i've done physical health mental health and integrity so far they're now up on youtube again if you find it difficult to listen to everyone can go onto youtube and listen to it and um i'm going to do a breakdown of serenity again what i think serenity is and why it's so important surroundings time management and sustainability and you know to follow everything i'm doing just good to have there as a reference you know you don't have to intensely look into anything i do the more you do and the more feedback i get from people that are listening benefits me massively and it 
it is an encouragement that like oh someone at least someone's listening or taking something from it but in general longlifehealth.net reach out page where you'll get links to everything i'm doing but for now that would be my recommendation that's my post spain episode i did go to record a pre-spain but um yeah it was i've recorded an episode about four episodes actually that didn't upload and the sound was too bad and too many problems with it so that's how i felt before spain that's how i felt during that's how i felt this is how i feel now after and this is what i'm going to do in the future waffle 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 anyway see you in the next episode longlifehealth.net website check it out go to the youtube page i recently just uploaded the video of my playtime sessions i'm hoping to do once twice a week see what happens with it just the idea of playing around in a physical way through a broad broad range of activities jujitsu boxing skipping kettlebells sprints jogging whatever the physical activity may be the priority is to the priority is spontaneity and enjoyment and then consequently it works on your health making it a lot easier to sustain and everyone and anyone is welcome so if you're interested in that go to my youtube page and check that video out but for now see you in the next episode if you made it to the end thank you safe